Hey girl, hey, it's finally Real Thick Thursdays with your favorite host, Tans. What a nice long weekend we had, everybody. Thank God it's a short work week. Amen. Um, so many things happened this weekend, so I'm excited to share that. Um, big sports weekend, some fun shenanigans with some friends. And I ended the weekend with some wine tasting, which was great. And... You guys are going to be so stoked on this. I have our first guest on Real Thick Thursdays, um, my long-lost friend here, Roseanne. Say hey, girl. (laughs) Hey, girl. Hey. Yes. Um, Little backstory. Uh, Me and Roseanne, we actually met in elementary school. Uh, We didn't know we were in elementary school together, though, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we were. And then... Yeah, I think that was first grade. And then we ended up yeah. going, ending up at the same middle school after that, right? Yeah, middle school. That's when I transferred over to private school. Yeah, she was a public school kid out here. <laughs> so I'm excited to have her as a guest. It was very easy to persuade her to come on here. So that was fun. So we're going to have some real fun chit-chats going on. Um, so sit back and relax, um, depending on what time of day it is that you're listening to this. Sip on that coffee, tea, that little H2O, whatever you got, and let's get real thick out here. Next, we got Spill the Tea, sis. I'm so excited to spill this tea because there was a lot of things happening this major weekend. Um, Roseanne, I don't know if you watched anything this weekend sports-wise because there was some major, major sports action on Saturday and Sunday. So, if anybody, I hope I'm not spoiling anything because it's already Thursday. You had to have heard about it all around the world unless you were living under a damn rock um and just so you know Roseanne you're allowed to have explicit content here because I marked that shit to be explicit content on this (laughs) on this podcast and just an FYI to the listeners out there um she's on FaceTime so thank god you guys do not see what we look like because little bit of a post-work, post-workout mess out here in our respective areas. And on top of that, she is chiming in. I should have said this in the intro. She's chiming in all the way from LA. So even better. <laughs> so let's get back to that tea, sis. Um, the Conor McGregor fight. I know I was stoked that he was coming back because I freaking love Conor McGregor. I love his swag. I love how he just like talks shit all the time to his opponents because I like to talk shit all the time to people even if I don't know them. So it was great to have him back in the UFC. Um, He fought Donald Cowboy Cerrone. I actually got the chance to um, see the weigh-ins. He wasn't... He wasn't his usual, like, uh, McGregor, I mean, he wasn't his usual, like, talk shit to the opponent kind person. Um, He he actually said some very nice things about Cowboy, and he even said some really nice things about his grandmother, who I really adored when um, Cowboy lost, if you guys didn't know that. Conor McGregor (laughs) beat him, like, in round one in 40 seconds, literally 40 seconds, and there was a meme going around of this little kid like hitting his shoulder because that was like kind of the move McGregor used to like basically uh win the win the whole thing and um it was hilarious and at the end um I think it was Joe Rogan yeah he was interviewing Cowboy and his grandmother came up and hugged him it was so cute to console him for losing yeah, she was such a cute old lady, and she even, like, congratulated McGregor, and he said, like, such the cutest things about her, and saying, like, he raised, or she raised a good man, and la la la, but, yeah, 
welcome back McGregor. I can't wait to see what he's going to do next because he is a beast. But besides that, football is what we all came for with the T-Sis. So let's talk about the first two teams that played in the AFC. It was Kansas City and Tennessee. I'm not going to lie. I was rooting for Tennessee. Who are you rooting for? Nobody? Sorry, I know. I don't know. Oh, shit. Obviously, obviously she lives under a rock, everybody. <laughs> I was honestly rooting for Tennessee because I kind of liked the story of Ryan Tannehill. Like, his, he was injured, and then he did the work. And I was also, though, sad that Marcus Mariota was kind of benched. Like, I really, he's a Hawaii boy, St. Louis boy at that. And St. Louis is actually the high school that's on the same campus as my college. So it was kind of kind of cool that he was repping Hawaii out on Tennessee. But um, yeah, they, they were winning. I was watching a little bit and Tennessee was actually winning. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes, he just <laughs> came out the cuts and was like, we came to play, guys. And it was a 35-24 victory. So Kansas City made it into the Super Bowl. But the real, the real Super Bowl champs out here. I'm saying it now on Real Thick Thursdays, everybody. I'm saying it. I'm doing my black girl clap if you guys can't hear. Real Thick Thursday. Super Bowl is going to be, no, Super Bowl champions. I spit my words really fast. It's going to be the San Francisco fucking 49ers. I'm telling you now. Everybody, it's here. I'm saying it. It's going to happen. Putting it out in the universe. Positive fucking vibes. But anyways, I actually got to go to the game. It was freaking amazing. The crowd was lit AF. There were so many people. And I was actually shocked because I actually went to the regular season Green Bay game. And there were so many damn cheese heads. And I was shocked that there wasn't that many. All I see uh, in the crowd was red. There was no green. There was no ugly little cheese head shit. In the crowd, it was all red. But that game was the shit, let me tell you. So, if you guys, I don't think they show the national anthem on television, but if you guys don't follow me on Snap or Instagram, you're lost. But Boys to Men sing the national anthem. Love Boys to Men, literally, love Boys to Men. It was beautiful. And then um, the halftime show was actually Lil John. <laughs> I was no. like, yes, girl, it's Lil John. I was like, we are in the Bay Area. We have so many rappers and performers from here. And you guys didn't want to choose a Bay Area rapper. Shake my motherfucking head. <laughs> like, we got G-Eazy. We got Too Short. We got Kehlani. We got Uncle Earl, who's always fucking there. But, you know, there's so many times you can hear that fucking bang, bang, not getting song. <laughs> like, so many times. Um, we got, who else we got? We got hella people. We got hella people. And y'all can shake your head on this that I can't name that many, but you know, fuck it and what? I don't care. Because the 49ers won. They won 37 to 20. Green Bay, like, didn't even freaking show up until after halftime. I believe it was 27-0 at the half. Like, Green Bay was not present at the all let me tell you and mvp in my opinion goes to raheem mostert or what did that guy say raheem mozart i'm like dude how are you not gonna know homie's name like that's horrible it's on the back of his fucking jersey anyways mvp in my opinion he was the first player to have 220 yards in um in a game and four touchdowns which is actually the most in conference um in a conference championship game. Did you know that? Fun fact. I did not know that. <laughs> Obviously. I got some people who are sports fans and some people who ain't, but whatever. I came for the beer. Anyways, he also rushed for 10 first downs, which was um, the most of any 49er player ever. And then to seal the freaking deal, Richard Sherman... You know, it's a love-hate of him, but you can't hate somebody who's helping your team trying to go to the Super Bowl. Richard Sherman got the interception in the fourth and sealed the motherfucking deal. That's what's up. 
And now, we're going to Super Bowl 54, everybody in Miami. What is that one Will Smith song? Welcome to Miami. Let's get it. Let's get it. But that was my major tea. I also seen going viral. I'm just going to throw this random thing in. Apparently, it was the SAG Awards. Um, you know, that's the most shittiest thing to show on a big weekend, such as of football. So, I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't have as many views as the Golden Globes, which I talked about, I think, in episode two, one. I don't know. One of those episodes. And, um... The Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were going viral. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. I did. I did. I saw that. <laughs> she saw something, so guys. She saw something. Um, yeah, they yeah. were going viral because, like, everyone says that he kind of didn't talk to her because of Angelina Jolie, which I feel like, I feel like that's... that's lightly true. Yeah, but I also, guess. too, like, they were... Well, wasn't he married when they when they made Mr. and Mrs. Smith, right? He was married. Brad Pitt was married to Jen, and then it was his choice, his choice to get a divorce and start dating Angelina right after they made that movie, right? So it's like I want to kind of say it's even karma that she didn't want nothing. Jen didn't want nothing to do with you, and she's living her best life. She looks fucking great. She was married to Justin Theroux, who's just as hot as he is. And I want to say he's, isn't just, I want to say Justin Thoreau is, is he American or is he Irish? I swear he has like an accent. It might have just been in that one Charlie's Angels movie, but <laughs> he's hella fine. But yeah, they, everyone was just like, oh my God, they talk to each other. Oh my God, they acknowledge each other. Cause she won for best actress in a drama, I believe. And uh, for the morning show, I don't know if you guys have seen that. Have you seen that on Apple TV plus? Not yet. That show is actually really good. It's I. It's kind of based off of all the stuff that happened with like Matt Lawyer, I think is his name from Good Morning America, and just like the behind the scenes of the nature of a network who has such, I guess you could say, misogynistic assholes um, that run it and like are not very. Um, I guess. They just run the shit and are just very rude to women and treat women horribly. Like, you know, all that stuff that... All the accusations, basically, if you followed that, those things that were happening with Matt Lawyer um, and Good Morning America and, like, Harvey Weinstein and all those other guys. So that's kind of the vibe of the morning show. And she won. And it was so cute. She even acknowledged Adam Sandler. They're, like, BFF Jills. I fucking yeah. love it. They were hilarious in Just Go With It, which is one of my favorite movies i freaking love adam sandler he might make the dumbest movies but they are so good i love him he is hilarious forever since um god what is that movie it's on the tip of my tongue oh god it's gonna come back to me billy madison there it is that's what it is fucking love billy madison um but yeah brad and jen i guess had a moment and he was so proud of her and I'm so glad that, you know, they can be friends now, I guess. Like, they could have been friends while he was married. Honestly, well, maybe not really, but, like, he could have been. There's nothing wrong with that, being friends with your exes, right? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> she's shaking her head, guys. You can't see it, but she's shaking her head. But, yeah, that's all the tea that I got. So, let's move on to our next segment. I hope you guys are excited to hear um, this new segment that I came up with. Hey guys, so we're gonna start a new segment that I came up with. It's called Real Thick Therapy. Obviously, to stick with the theme of Real Thick Thursdays, you know. So, thought it'd be fun um, to have a little. I didn't want to call it something basic, like you know, like girl talk or like some other type of shit. So I thought this would be a fun, like whether I'm doing it by doing the podcast by myself or doing it with a guest like Roseanne here. Um, get a little more conversive with it. I think it'd be fun, uh, fun little segment, and I hope you guys enjoy it. 
So, Roseanne. Yes. Since we have you here today on episode four, let's get real thick with it, girl. So, a little therapy sesh here with Roseanne because, well, not just for her, for me too, because I had a really shitty day and thank God I have a friend here who is willing to help me out here and let me vent a little about it. So, yeah, girl, that's what friendships are for, right? Just being able to be there and just sharing those positive vibes. Yeah, so, uh, maybe, like, it started in college sometimes, like, and I'm not a fucking doctor, everybody. I don't know. I'm not, like, I'm not gonna say things that I don't know that's true, but I'm just gonna speak from my experience and like either you relate to it or you know somebody who relates to it so don't think like I'm spitting out factual diagnoses okay like whatever the word is so I think it started in college right I would have these like every normal person you have your mood swings you know what I mean but like sometimes I have really low low moods I'm usually kind of I wouldn't say chipper, you know what I mean? But, like, you know, you have those days when you're just, like, in a really shitty mood. And today was definitely one of them. Like, man, I could not find, like, the vibe or the energy to, like, lift it, lift it anywhere. Like, ew, I was just stuck in it from the moment I woke up. I just felt, like, in a such low-ass mood. And my job is not stressful, you know what I mean? It's... Sometimes can be just like overwhelming if anything, but it's overwhelming by, don't laugh, by stupid, like overwhelmed by stupid. I feel like we all can relate to that with whatever job we do, whatever, whatever job we've had in the past. Like sometimes you just deal with really stupid people and it was just getting to a point like I just had this feeling like of overwhelming of just like my chest was getting tight and I was like oh my god like I'm going to lose my shit like this is just too much for me I literally thought I was having a panic attack because I just couldn't catch my breath I started to like freak out I started to think about all these things and I just was like oh my fucking god like I'm not going to be able to get through to this person or I'm just it's just not happening like all these things were going through my mind and I like had a freak out and I was like starting to like super panic and I was just like oh my god like what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck and like I literally started to cry because I was just like dude what is happening right now like I'm just this this is not this is not just not right like I'm not stressed out it's just like an overwhelming feeling of just like I'm going to like explode you know what I mean have you ever felt like that with your job I mean I'm thinking about moments right now as you're telling me that story but I mean the first thing that came to my mind because like within my industry um, in healthcare like we are dealing with people so we're always dealing with different sorts of levels of stupid whether it's you know someone's actions because that's just like their habitual behavior or if it's really process or system based but ultimately comes down to how can I adapt to the situation and how am I reacting and what are those triggers and I think that you are touching upon that and that you are seeing like different causes right like you're having the pain in the chest you're not able to breathe all the while thinking about all of these different things that is causing that right like triggering those moments so for me I think just being in this position that I'm in again like I've been in my position for like eight months and it's really exploratory I'm exploring ways in which like I can Just an FYI, guys, she's on FaceTime, so I there might be lags. Yeah. Like, especially when 
you know, you're in this position where you have to be professional, you have to be some sort of way. And I feel like for us being just women in general, who don't look the type, right? Like yeah. the, the norm, so to say, like it's, it's hard. It's like imposter syndrome and it adds on to the triggers and it yeah. adds on to like the stresses. And it's like, like, what the fuck? Like, what do I do? Yeah. So, I appreciate really like this session and like what you're trying to do with like you know your podcast. And I'm happy to be here on your fourth <laughs> freaking episode. Because, yeah. You know, like we need to talk about this stuff, and yeah. I think that you know everyone has different phases in their lives, and I know we're gonna get into that in a little bit. Yeah, girl. You know, like us being our career, us being like what oh my god are we mid-20s are we considered late 20s? girl you don't need to say that shit on the podcast all right like damn anyways you know I mean? yes, yes. It, like it, it's it's uh, it's just yeah it's 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 everything that we're considering right and it's all triggering so yeah yeah, yeah. definitely like i want to say maybe uh, i just i think I ha- I do get anxiety sometimes. I want to say it maybe started like in college. There are certain like like you said triggers, um, whether it be at that time, you know, school, friends, working. Um, there are some things that like hit you real low, and you know, I yeah. I really hope this becomes like a therapeutic thing because I'm not gonna front. I'm not very like like open. I'm very. I'm open when I want to be, and I'm open to certain people, like, when I'm comfortable. I'm obviously comfortable with my friend here because I've known her for a really long time. (laughs) But, like, you know, with people who are listening, obviously, I don't see you, but, um, you know, you're going to hear some real-life shit that has happened. And, um, you know, maybe you've gone through it. Maybe you know someone's gone through it. But I'm going to try and be as real as I can and be open because, you know we all can relate or find ways to relate so yeah like my anxiety was just super bad today and I just like could not get out of this mood like it was just horrible 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 and I honestly didn't even want to like I honestly didn't even want to record this podcast today because like I just was not in the mood and I didn't want to like make a shitty episode or like be disappointing to listen to or not have the energy so i'm glad that you were available to like conversate yeah, because sometimes you just need to with me though i like um i like to self self shut down first like just self-evaluate before i can even uh, tell anybody that there's something wrong i need to figure it out for myself first or maybe not even tell anybody at all or make it aware to anybody that like this is happening. And so once I've Aww. yeah, once I've gone over that hump, you know, that's when mm-hmm. I like find somebody to say, Hey, mm-hmm. I'm feeling mm-hmm. like this. I just need to get it out. I just need someone to listen or someone to just be like mm-hmm. you know, just uh just- bounce off of that vibe yeah what's actually funny i found this tweet that was actually honestly pretty perfect today um Mm -hmm. and i took a screenshot of it i didn't take a screenshot of the whole thing i should have but um it was more of like a relationship based but i think you can establish it with any type of relationship friendship co-worker relationship boss uh, employee relationship um boyfriend girlfriend whatever um so it was Your partner tells you she's had a bad day, and instead of creating a safe environment for her to vent and release, you offer her solutions, further invalidating her emotional needs. The inability to differentiate when someone needs solutions versus an outlet is rooted in lack of empathy. And then it continued with, when people do this, I often wonder if it's because they didn't grow up in an environment that allowed them to express their feelings slash work out their emotions. Like, I had a bad day. Doesn't need a logical fixing um, because in life you'll have many bad days. So we learn how to deal with it. And I have never related to something more true than today because 
that is true. Sometimes I don't need you to like offer me a solution. I just want you to like understand where I'm coming from and just be like, I get it. You know, I don't, I don't need you to like, you know, like just combat with me. I just need you to listen and understand what I'm telling you. I'm venting to you because I trust you because yeah, you really do need a safe space when you are feeling anxious or you're feeling like panic you know what I mean um so like what do you what do you feel with that statement that I just read well I think it's interesting because again I agree I won't I was just thinking about how you kind of like self-reflect first before you know reaching out to other people to try and understand how you're feeling and feeling validated for the things that you're feeling right and so there are other people who would automatically just go and just like be all open and whatnot and I kind of wonder if that kind of ties into the whole introvert and extrovert but regardless when it comes down to that statement it's talking about at least for me just being able to reach out to your network yeah. to the people that you surround yourself with with like I'm thankful for you for you know all of like the things that we've been through and yet we're still able to come to this this place where you know we can tell each other pretty much you know things that's happening in our lives and still be able to again like vibe off of each other and you're there to listen and to give support and whatnot and and like for me being in this space, yes, mm. I'm single. Hey, no, but honestly, <laughs> like just being in this space, it's forced me to really think about all of my different relationships, whether it be you know with with you, um, with other friends that I've grown up with, and my parents. Obviously, they're very important in my life, part, um, a big rock in my support system. But like really, my relationship with myself. And in terms of, you know, internalizing and being able to, again, validate my feelings, like I really needed time to myself. Mm -hmm. And so I started journaling. Like if I couldn't talk to anyone, like I would try and clear my head by journaling. But, you know, it's it's hard. It's really hard when you're trying to find that human connection, right? Like just feeling that validation when in reality, like everyone's just looking for validation. Yeah. I definitely wish I could be into journaling. I've I've heard that is a very therapeutic thing. I sometimes, you know, I just like I'll what sucks with me is that I get into things to help me like obviously the working out has helped a lot with releasing like, you know, bad energy or just a bad day or just like all the anxiety. Like that has become a definite positive outlook for me. Like I've never, I've never stuck to something as long as I have with um, Orange Theory. Like, I'm very thankful for for that, and I'm thankful for that outlet and that community. They're a great community, so shout out to them if anybody from there is listening. Um, so, that's that's been a good outlet, but I, I do agree with you. Sometimes you need a support system, and sometimes, like, you know, your circle gets smaller, and you know we're all in different paths in life and sometimes you gotta it's sometimes hard to get a hold of certain people that you really want to like help you out with this or vent vent it out with um but like journaling i feel is is a good like outlet um obviously meditating i've tried that i think i've even tried yoga you know um yeah so yeah so there's like so many different outlets you know that everybody can find to relieve the stress and overwhelming feeling and anxiousness and I'm glad that you know I have one and hope to someday find more because you know, I think we all need a little more, um, 
self, I guess you could say self relieving. <laughs> that sounds weird to say self relieving. It's like, sounds like I'm peeing or some shit. Self relieving of <laughs> all this, like, feelings that you just need to get out. And, you know, I'm glad to have been able to open up and share that I sometimes get a little bit anxiety and stress out a little bit. But you know what? I actually work very well under pressure, which is very kind of crazy to hear. Like, it kind of, like, kind of thrive on like the like stress sometimes but I know that's also a bad thing um I can't be the only one who could say that so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna no, go anymore relatable. I, yeah. I work under pressure too it's like all about the deadlines for me and yeah for see sure. how much time I can actually focus right yeah I feel like my yeah I feel like my best shit comes from working under stress or working under the pressure of just like having to finish it you know what I mean or finish something or yeah. like just like get over the overwhelming feeling of something but I feel like so how many all-nighters did you pull in, in college shit if I even did all-nighters fuck actually you know I think I did but sometimes an all-nighter even if you're just trying to study okay guys we're going into studying real quick sorry but like you know did I it's like was I really studying or was I really more of like the camaraderie of being all night with your friends you know what I mean oh I feel you on that yeah but see that's a part T like that's a study part T I feel like later on in like my college years like it was really just focused on like me being in the library or something like by myself and that was so sad yeah like I look back now like whoever who's listening who's still in college like really rethink like about your grades because that shit later it won't matter unless you want to go to like law school or like (laughs) I don't know medical school yeah yeah or like PhDs later but I don't know honestly it don't matter as long as you got experience like that's all that matters I guess we'll have to um, come back with a college episode <laughs> experience or college experience. We're oh, you know what? And luckily, the shit's on Thursday, so it could be a throwback episode of like college oh. times. That'd be hilarious. That'd be oh actually God, fun. Can I, can I be a part of that too? Because like, yo, you could, you know, overly strict ass parents over here. Oh no, I love you, parents. Though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, since I feel like anyone can relate. Yeah, definitely. So since I feel we're going on a more lighter subjects of um, topics here, let's move on to um, Miss You being single, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, is that, is that light talk? Sure. Yeah, you know, <laughs> let's talk about it in real thick therapy. It's just a new, a new yes. vibe for you in 2020 being single after leaving a relationship in the last decade dude she was with and i literally said dude that's gross i usually say like bruh but anyways um she left a dude in 2019 like thank the freaking lord guys like what was that like a 10-year relationship almost you know i i it yeah i would say so well i met him before he went off to college and he was my first love and oh god <laughs> Sorry. It's like it's like it's like yeah, no, like you know, I did definitely learn a lot looking back. Yeah, it was definitely a decade. I graduated in 2000 and oh, oh Well, I graduated in 2010 and then I met him and then yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so now that we're in 2020, we are both very single well i'm very i've been very single you are newly single um it's a new era of like you know all these dating apps tinder hinge bumble plenty of fish um i don't even know what other ones there's like those yeah okay cupid there's like those um those ones that are like based off of your career or like you got to be accepted into it like i know like celebrities do it but i know there's one i've seen like on yeah. the airplane like you it's based off of like your job yeah. right or something yeah and I, I see that on instagram too and i'm just like who the fuck buys that shit like i yeah. don't know well at least like for the ones i see on instagram ads i'm just like i don't know it's just like very particular like how it how it yeah, exactly. Like, so I don't think of a pool with it. Yeah. So it's like 
don't know. Well, needless to say, Tony, I'm just glad that like you're you're here, like with me, talking with me about this, just because you know. Yeah. In our age right now, I just feel like a lot of people. <laughs> I'm hella laughing because the lag is hilarious to me. The lagging, because I was like literally so so. I just had to bring it up. But yeah, no, I I totally feel you that. Like, I'm glad I'm not the only person in this world trying to, like, navigate, I guess, having to meet people through apps because apparently meeting people in person is just not a thing anymore. Don't you think? Or don't you agree? Yeah, I do. I do. And I feel like it's all about you know, how good are your photography skills or how good are you in marketing yourself? It's all about branding and not just how you, you know, first impressions when you meet someone face to face. It's all about what can you front yeah. on the fucking virtual website. And there's so many people who travel and what the fuck. Oh, I've noticed that. Especially right? living in the Bay Area. There's so many people who like, I'm like, do you guys work? You got to travel? You took, like, a year off and traveled? Like, what the fuck? Like, I can't even take a day off without... It's great that... Yeah, or, like, taking... And now, I'm not bashing, right? But it's all about, like, the intentions behind it. So, yeah. Like, I've met a couple people who are, you know, all about traveling, but then they're only traveling, you know, just to take pictures. Yeah, And not totally. really immerse themselves in the culture. And it's all about... You know, what can I show for this? Yeah. Right? But it's, like, uh, it just, like, loses the whole authenticity of it. And then, so tying it back to the dating app, it's like, okay, like, I'm just trying to make authentic relationships, right? And Mm -hmm. if this is the way in which people find these opportunities to meet other people, then, like, okay, that's fine. But, like, again, it's like, how do I know that they're being authentic in what they're what they're actually like doing in real life versus what they're trying to perceive and like yeah. you know brand themselves as and it's totally. just hard. and one of the things too that i realized which is you know difficult for us so again like we're in this phase and a lot of people are like getting engaged and whatnot and you know for for our age and it's just like it's it's difficult in understanding when meeting with other people like where they're at in their journey totally but i think with the app it somehow you know that narrows that because you're meeting other people who are trying to meet other people with intentions of yeah dating sure and then for me it's just trying to eliminate the whole like hookup stuff or just there you know just to have like casual casual sex and it's just like wow cover yours everybody (laughs) holy shit (laughs) we got real real (laughs) and real thick oh i'm dead and i just feel like i've been so out of the loop like fuck like i i don't know like which apps like to download like how did how did you figure that out like was it um, I just, I think I just did the ones people talked about the most. I did. Yeah. I think I tried Tinder. That was whatever. I was on Hinge for a really long time. That was whatever. And now I'm on Bumble. But, like, sometimes I forget about the app. And, yeah. like, go on it whenever I please. And, like, sometimes I'll get into it. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes, you know, you get matches. Sometimes you don't. And you're just like, why the fuck am I on this? And then... You know, when you do match and then you actually, I guess the thing I like about Bumble, but is also very fucking nerve wracking is that like you, the girl have to make the first move. So it's like, I guess you can even like (laughs) look back. You get the chance to look back before you even say anything because then they get 24 hours to respond. And um, you just look back and be like, hmm. Do I really, did we really, were we really a match, you know? Do I really yeah. think you're cute? Do you meet certain criterias? Yeah. In my opinion, based off of photos or whatever you row. And sometimes, like, if you don't, if they don't yeah. even have all the information, you're just, like, basically going out on a whim of whether right. or not, like, is this really worth my time? Like, I've noticed yeah. now it's, like, is if we, like, me and a dude are talking, it's, like, 
Is it really worth my time and energy to devote to this, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I don't know for you, but, like, it's hard to be able to juggle multiple multiple matches because then you're like, uh, (laughs) like... Okay. (laughs) No, I'm not saying I have multiple matches, but, like, you know, when you do... Yeah, it's just like, okay, I'm just like, do we just... Do I just keep talking about the same shit with the same people? I mean, you know, keep the same conversation so I'm not losing track or, like... Yeah. When, like... Yeah. Yeah. I think think the app thing makes dating stressful. Because it's just, like... When you're in person, you you feel the vibe. You feel the connection. Like you said, the human connection. And you're just able to read a person a lot better because anybody can say some shit on the fucking app and, like, through text. Like, you know what I mean? You can interpret that differently, like, comprehension. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, like, differs. Exactly. And it's, like, also, yeah. too, you don't even really catch the demeanor of the person. Yeah. Of, like, are but they you, being a are dick? You, are you, like, you know what I mean? Are you, are you the type of person to, to say, like, you did find someone who didn't want to fill out a lot of the different, you know, questions and answers or, like, yeah. whatever. And I feel like the reason why they do that is because they really want people to, you know, ask them questions and then they'd be able to kind of, you know, narrate the way that they want themselves to be perceived as. So, what was my question? Oh, yeah. So, my <laughs> question would have been, like, you know, would you go out of your way meeting them in person knowing, like, little about them? Um... Well, I feel like we would need to gather some intel first of, like, conversating. And I would say, like, maybe after, like, a a little bit of conversation and I feel like you're not a fucking psycho, maybe. And maybe you don't feel I'm, like, a psycho. As long as it's in a public freaking place, yes, we can meet. Because, man, if you are not broadcasting... Not broadcasting. If you are not advertising to meet in a public place, this is a PSA announcement. Do not go. It is not safe. That has happened to me recently, and I am not a fan. I don't know if I even told you. No, I don't think you did. Yeah, no. We matched our movie. We, me and you matched with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I matched with somebody, and, you know, like I said, conversate a little bit, a while, whatever. And then it's like, okay, let's let's meet up. Let's make ideas. Like, I have a set schedule. I don't have time to, like, fucking just be spontaneous. A bitch likes to go to sleep early on the weekdays. Like, I got work. And, you know, weekends, weekends are obviously sacred because it's the only time I have off. And so I'm, like, suggesting all these things. Um, and it's getting turned down left and right, left and right. And then dude suggests oh let's meet up in a park at oh. night that is like a what the fuck uh-huh what'd you say hello hello yeah so i like literally called one of my friends and was like yo girl this dude suggests to meet in a park she said if you meet him in a park you as dumb as him for suggesting to me in a park <laughs> she she's like that is a serial killer yeah, I know. That's exactly what she said. Yeah. She's like, that is a setup for a crime. I'm like, well, I just worked out. So at least I'm like warmed no. up if I got to run. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it turned into like, um, what the fuck did he say? We can meet at McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> that is horrible. Like, I, bitch, I'm like. You just brought me down to McDonald's. I'm only worth McDonald's. Like, shit, can't even suggest fucking Chick-fil-A. Hey, McDonald's ain't got that dollar menu anymore, right, though? Girl, that's that's not the point. Your girl ain't not worth no McDonald's out here. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Like, show. Yeah, yeah, I right, Like, right, don't right. get me wrong. I'm, I love McDonald's. Catch me exactly yeah, on that value menu. But, like, that's after, what, like... Value menu. Um, a month or two after you guys have been really dating, right? Like, I feel like you should not offer McDonald's unless we've been in it for a second, not a minute, a second. So, (laughs) yeah, that's this is what the dating world is like, everybody. If you are not single, lucky you. What I've learned based off of like trial and error 
just to make sure in the first date you do not have dinner or like any type of like food consumption where you're chewing 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 yeah like i know you don't even want to show off your drinks. your habits your eating habits right away yeah like I, don't like, get me wrong just keep it keep it short no you gotta yeah. keep it short though. it's just like either coffee or you you know get drinks and then if it works out then yeah then order those fries yeah as i you know but definitely keep first date short you know keep them like wanting more you can feel it out like yeah for sure there was, there was a date where i went on and literally my expectation was okay you know it's just coffee but like this guy ended up ordering a full meal and it was just really awkward and we were not vibing but i don't want to be rude <laughs> and like leave but this fool was really eating and i was just like okay well you know if it was just like coffee like we would already know that this wouldn't like this is not vibing yeah for sure it was just weird so coffee coffee Boba. That's what I'm talking about. Ice cream. Here. Even ice cream. Everybody loves ice cream. Yeah. But not no McDonald ass ice cream, everybody. No. PSA announcement. That is after <laughs> y'all have kicked it for a second. Right? But and then how about like the fun activities? You know, like when people go like bowling together. Yeah. Or, uh, but like, bowling, can you really honestly talk though? Kind of. Well, it can be, it's cute. It's a little competitive. Like right? nature. For a second date. Yeah, right? totally. Not like a f- first date, right? Yeah, one of my uh, friends had actually. She was saying. I don't remember though if she said this was like for first date or like second date, but she was just saying like going to something fun like like bowling or like one okay, of those yeah. arcade bars because then you get the opportunity of like, like the touching and whatever and. Like just the bantering and like I said the competitiveness, but I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, why is there so many? Why is this shit so like, hard? Like, I oh my was god! Just thinking that too when you're just saying that, I was like, wow. Like right now we've been talking about like guidelines and rules, right? right? But so like, many, what so the many. Fuck? Like, should it be? Like, oh, she got the black girl crap, guys. She did that. Uh, what the? Like- <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, shit. Like it, you essentially shouldn't, um, and it's it's essentially 
thinking about your foundation and your purpose again and are you really Oh, I think we poor connection out here, guys. Did she pick back up? Nope, it's lagging. This is actually real time. Oh, here we go. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yep. We could just use link. Like, it's fine. I don't need to reiterate. Yeah, She'll send me the link, guys, and I will put it on the story. So, if you yeah, guys are really yeah. interested on whatever she had said before, it, like, froze. <laughs> Honestly, like, it's really good. Like, there's a book, too, so you don't want to read the book, then go ahead and watch those YouTube videos. But it definitely helped me just kind of understand, like, where I'm at. And what yeah. I'm trying to do. Just, just be clear with your intentions. Totally. Alright, first date. Alright, first date. Like, you know, they would <laughs> say what you want. If you want to see them again, then, like, let them know. Send them a date. Yeah, for sure. Did it freeze again? Hello? It says you're paused. Oh, yeah. Okay. I But I thought you froze. Sorry. Because it's like a little um wait can you sleeping girl we are live asking about the puppies right now um sorry everybody for that anyways um yeah i felt like this <laughs> dead this was a really good uh therapy session don't you think for a first time yeah. segment little tangents here and there but like you know maybe we had our moments um and technical difficulties here and there but you know yes it's okay yes but i did want to um so last episode if you hadn't listened everybody i did this fun little um 21 question segment i'm not gonna do 21 questions with her that's fucking too many to do um, but we can do a rapid fire questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. First of all, this iPad is crazy because it lacks so fucking much. She's on my iPad and I'm recording through my phone on the microphone, guys. If you didn't catch that drift. Um, so let's do a little rapid question section before we, uh, end this lovely episode and I have to edit it. So. Question number one. Question number one. Um, what is your favorite hobby at the moment? Oh, my favorite hobby is visiting local beaches during golden hour and watching the sunset. How very fucking LA of you. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Question number two. Since we were talking about dating, um... What is your biggest, what is your biggest, like, uh, pet peeve on a first date? Biggest pet peeve on a first date? Um, oh, you know, uh, that's a great question. Uh, okay, now I'm just going to try and be picky because all of them have, have been great. Um, okay. Um, I would say, oh, if they're rude. That's valid. If, that's yeah, fair. Rude to, rude to server. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, question number three. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That's Um, what is your, since you're in LA now, uh, what is your favorite, um, spot to hang out? My favorite spot to at Urban Tempo Kitchen. They have the greatest old fashioned. Ooh. They make it table side and like by far like the best I've ever tried in my life. Nice. Oh, I really said that. Okay, <laughs> continue. <laughs> Check that out if you're ever in LA. Question four. Um, what do you want out of your next relationship that you're in? Ooh. In one word. Uh, <laughs> passion. Add a girl. Passion. 
Okay, question number five. Um, I actually heard this on a podcast today, and we both can answer this, actually. Um, so, this podcast I was listening to by Saucy Schroeder. She is a reality TV show uh, star on one of my fave shows, Vanderpump Rules on Bravo. And she also has a podcast, Straight Up with Stassi. And on one of the episodes, she talked about her a word one word that she is going to manifest for the year of 2020 but i feel like for the whole 2020 that just one word kind of is like you know so let's say one word that you're going to manifest for the month of let's say january february because january is kind of almost over one word that you want to manifest Want to give a little more insight? (laughs) Just a little, just a tad, just a little TED. Yeah. Not TED talk, but like a little smidgen. Commitment to making opportunities for myself. Commitment to achieving my different milestones and and goals that I set for myself. Commitment to learn how to say no um, and more yes for my own self care. And commitment to just maintaining everything, whether it be like me, myself, my fitness, but also learning how to maintain my car. <laughs> Dead. God damn. Um, yeah, my car, my bank account. Nice. Um, how about you? <laughs> uh, I would actually choose the word... Uh, elevation. I want to keep elevating myself. I want to keep elevating this podcast obviously elevate my career elevate my i guess you could say relationships with people i just want to keep keep building up keep going higher you know what i mean i just want to elevate myself to always be the best version i can be Uh, i love that right this is a good one so i guess now every yeah every episode not every episode because i said in the month so we said January, February. So March, I will try to remember to bring up another word. Um, it was so great to have you talk a little Thanks, bit for honey. therapy, the real thick therapy um, segment. I loved it. I'm glad you were able to um, discuss a little of uh, what I was going through and also relating to that and also just discussing where we both are in life, relationships wise. You know what I mean? It was great. Um, I hope we have you again on a future episode with better connection. It's reconnecting, guys, if you didn't know. Hello, are you still there? Maybe. Poor connection. All right. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Bye. I will talk to you soon. guys that is the end of a very long episode which you know it's a record i think for this um for episode four because i think episode episode three was like the first longest longish one so this one might be a little long i'm gonna do my little editing so we'll see what happens but i'm so glad to have roseanne um come as my first guest thanks girl yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, it was great. I'm glad you got to participate in the new um, Real Thick Therapy um, segment. That's fun. That's a fun, like, segment. I hope you guys like it. I'll have to get up a little poll on that and see what everybody thought about it. Um, got a little little deep. We, like, maybe dipped a big toe in the water, I think. Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think so, and I think that... Yes, there is still a lot to, you know, talk about, and I'm just happy to have been able to participate in on this one. So, yeah, we'll definitely first. have to um, yeah. do the the throwback episode. I think that'll be real classic. Mm-hmm. I'll have to get not just you. I'll have to get some other people to share some crazy stories. Yes, that'd be so yes. exciting. Oh, that's a really good idea. I kind of like it. Um. So yeah, thanks guys for listening. Happy Thick Thursday, real Thick Thursdays. I almost, I always fuck up at the end. I don't know why. 
Um, Whether you are listening um, in the morning, afternoon, late afternoon, driving home, relaxing at home, um, I hope you guys enjoy what what you have heard. My God, cannot speak English out here. Um, And I hope you guys are laying it on real thick every Thursday with me. And I can't wait to um, catch you guys next week. Bye.